<laughs> All right, podcast two, Yeezus Review by Kanye West came out in 2013. 2013. I think. Do you guys know which of his albums it was? Was it one, two, six? Six. So sixth album. Yeah, I was expecting you to ask that. Um, cool. So, so first thoughts, everyone. First. Right. It was pretty good. I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, like I haven't actually like sat down and listened to Kanye in like a long time, so this was really good. Yeezus is a super underrated album, in my opinion. I think like a lot of people hate on it, but I think it's a really, really good album. Yeah, back when it came out, it was like one of those albums where like you either loved it or you like absolutely like fucking hated it. Yeah. And I was one of those kids that like loved the show out of it because I've never heard anything like it. Same here. That was like, my weird as shit. Even like for Kanye standards, because he was like doing like pretty normal music before that, and then he just comes out with Jesus. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I feel like every song had had a different vibe, and it's like um, I really like rap and I really like electronics. So this is like a really cool mix of both of them. And it's like you know with all the features from like Daft Punk and stuff like that. It's just it kind of made the album what it is. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, do you guys want to start on song by song? Yep. Let's get into it. You want to start, Carlton? Alright, cool. On site. So it's the first song you hear when you turn on the album, and it's like straight up chaos as soon as you press play. And like the whole song is just like, ah, just noise. It's just noise. Kanye rapping over noise. But like, Kanye is being like, he's like rapping on beat, which is kind of weird because like there is no beat. It's like barely, it's like the skeleton of a beat, and it's fucking like, Daft Punk just EDM shitting into a toilet. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But it's, uh, it's, I don't know, I like it. And then Kanye, like, his fucking rapping on that song is just, like, super just confident and just, like, yeah, uh, like, he's rapping to, like, a regular, like, boom bap type beat. So that's yeah. what I really like about it. It's, like, the perfect, like, it sets the tone for the album. Like, it's, like, the weirdest fucking song. And, like, from there, like, it, you know, you kind of get where this album's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, this song was really good. I thought it would be like a fun party or dancing song. And it was just, yeah, it was really good. It's probably like the first time I've ever heard it too, was today. And I liked it a lot. The song kind of sounds like a spaceship breaking down. And then <laughs> yes. like Kanye's just rapping over it. And it's super sick. Because I actually, there is like kind of a, a beat that you can kind of notice. It's like the. You know yes. what I mean? It's like it's dope. It's like it kind of repeats itself, and that's what I like about this song is because a lot of the songs in this album kind of um, change throughout the, like the entire listen, you know. And this one kind of has a consistent sound you hear. Yeah, like I've noticed, like just this listen, none of the songs like end where they started off. Like it starts one place, ends somewhere like completely different. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I really like this album. To me, this is actually one of my least favorite songs on the album, but I think it was one of the best songs to open with. Like, I thought it was really cool. I definitely think it's the weirdest song, and I think um, it definitely, yeah, sets the tone for the album, like what you were saying, Carlton. Yeah. But um, overall, I don't know, this isn't a song that I'm going to listen to or necessarily put on repeat, which I think is my biggest kind of drawback from this song. But um, for the album as a whole, I think it's a great opener. Alright. Um, I really like the beat, or like the music and stuff like that. Like, it was a really cool song. It was really trippy. But 
I felt like I couldn't hear him over the noise. It's a lot of noise. It's a, a lot, lot of noise. noise. And, like, I didn't hate it, but, like, I want to hear what he's saying. Like, he should be, like, the main thing, not whatever's going on in the background, in my opinion. Well, this is, another thing I wanted to add, too, is this is, like, the fuck you Kanye that, like, a lot of people like. You know what I mean? Like, think about the songs that were being released at this time, mm-hmm. you know? And then this song, you compare it to anything that was coming out at that time, nothing sounds like it. You know what I mean? Even today. Yeah, really, this is for just, sure. It's just like, hey, like, you can call this a song because I'm going to rap over it. You know <laughs> yeah. What I mean? So it's pretty sick. It's for sure like my favorite era of Kanye. Like, Watch the Throne, uh, Cruel Summer, Jesus, my favorite like era of Kanye. Because like, he's just so like, fuck you, I'm a god, I do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. Making yeah. big ass boss moves. Mm-hmm. That's what I fucking love about him. That was like my second favorite song. This one. Really? Yeah. Um, Alright, next song. Okay. Black Skinhead. Yup. It's like a car commercial song. That's like one of those songs that like... That's now, what it is. It's like a stadium song. Like those like sport event songs. Or like, yeah. They had it like in a, like a Gatorade commercial or something. Like I've heard it in like at least like two commercials. <coughs> Was it? Do you guys think it's a song made for the commercials, or do you think just because it's been in so many movie trailers and commercials that that's just what we identify it as? Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. That one, probably. Yeah, just the way like the the thing that stands out to me like is the drums for sure. Like the drums like go like crazy. I think they're like samples from like Marilyn Manson or something like that. But they're just they go so fucking hard, and like it gives you that like I'm about to turn shit up like by me like hear it. Um. The lyrics are pretty cool in it. Um, I wrote down the one is like, keep it 300 like the Romans, 300 bitches were the Trojans. Like, that's like, good rapping right there. Kanye doesn't like, especially recently, he doesn't do like a lot of like, rapping rapping, but like when he says shit like that, makes you feel good. Um, what's the other line? The, uh, see a black man with a white woman at the top floor, they're coming to kill King Kong. Like, that's this crazy shit to say, you know? Yeah. It's like, damn, did he really just say that? Um, I do like this song a lot. Like, it's for sure one of those songs that pumps me up like crazy. It's like a like straight up adrenaline. Mm. It's like uh, something you listen to before you're about to like play a football game or something like that. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I really like the song. Um, the I think the video came out for it like the same day as the album did, and then I was like, whoa, this video is crazy. It looks like a bad PS3 <laughs> graphics. I don't know, it just looks really cool. It's a lot of like just dark, creepy shit. Yeah, that's my thoughts on it. So. I said the song is alright. I really like the beat, but the way like the singing went with everything, it wasn't my favorite. It was okay. Lyrics were cool, beat was nice, but eh. Overall, it's not really a song I'd listen to again, unless when you guys played it. I would never listen to this song if I wasn't working out, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it, it, imagine playing this song when you're like falling to sleep. You know? Impossible. You wouldn't go to sleep for another two hours. Well, who's listening to Kanye when they're falling asleep? Yeah, nobody, you My know? God. So this is. <laughs> nobody! <laughs> As it was coming out, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it definitely just hypes you up, but um, other than that, I don't know. It's, it's just a hype up song. It's not like typical, like, Hip hop, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, this to me, it's probably my least favorite song on the album. I would say, which I still really like. Like I like all the songs. They're all eight out of ten 
You just said something trash, bro. That's messed up. No, 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 no. It's like it's definitely a B, but <laughs> compared to all the other songs, I'd say like I prefer the A's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good song. I think my biggest problem with it is kind of did get played out for me like in commercials and car commercials and stuff. <laughs> and the, when I got really into this album was like 2018, 2019. So wow. this had already been the song that I heard like a million times. Uh, but it's still a good song. I think the beat's dope, and uh, his rapping is one of the best on this song, definitely. I agree with you. Like by the time I'd heard it for this, I was like, if I hadn't heard it before this, it probably would have been my favorite off the album. But just because it was like used for everything, I was like, this mm-hmm. is a commercial. It's a good song though. Like definitely would get me hyped, but not my favorite. Alright, that's that's gonna Next one is I Am a God, featuring one and only God. I don't even know how he like afforded that feature. Like I know he's yeah. rich, but goddamn. How did he get a god feature? It's like what? Like I th- I know he's cool and stuff, but how do you get a feature with God? That's crazy, bro. Like some people will get like an M feature and that'll be like their greatest life achievement. Like, hey, Kanye <laughs> got a feature with God. Right. When this song came out, I deadass thought like uh, there was a rapper and like he called himself God. And I was like, what kind of fucking disrespectful shit yeah. is that to be, bro? But yeah, uh, I am a god. This song is like crazy. The bass goes really hard. Uh, the screaming, like the middle, and, like the end, that like is really weird. It's like that Jesus type of like weird, unexpected shit that he does a lot in this album. Um, it's definitely not normal stuff. Um, I don't know, the croissant line is cool. He says like a lot of catchy lines on this album, and this is for sure one of those songs where he has like a lot of catchy lines. Like, I just talked to Jesus. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I like this song a lot. Yeah, that's it. I said that the song had really cool sound effects, and I like the lyrics a lot, but um, it wasn't really that good of a song. It was just kind of uh, another song I probably wouldn't listen to. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, like, a pretty, like, uplifting, like, just the classic Kanye type, like, ego-stroking song, you know? Like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> I'm a god, you know? Like, you can listen to this, like, walking into a classroom and just own the day. Yes, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is, I really like this song personally, like, I don't know, the beat on it is super cool, and especially if you listen to it, like, you know, super loud or with headphones or something, I think it just sounds awesome, and it sounds like you're, like, in, it's another good, like, kind of working out song, kind of like Black Skinhead, but, um, I like this one personally even more, because, uh, I don't know, I think everything's good on it, rapping, lyricism, and especially the beats, which is, like, Kanye and Daft Punk, mm-hmm. that's a super cool combination, so, this song is it. Yeah. Oh, it's sick. Uh, what about you? Uh, I hella liked it, but, like, this is, like, what you think of Kanye initially if you're not into Kanye, mm. which I like, but some people might not. Some people might be like, oh, fuck Kanye, because this is what he's all about. I liked it, though. I thought it was sick. Sick? Sick. All right, New Slaves. This is... At first, I thought it was really cool, but like when I used to think about it, it'd be like kind of one of those songs like skip. But like 
I feel like this is like one of the like best, lyrically one of his best songs. Um, like Hopkins has like, a lot of like stuff in it. Like there was a time where he like he like projected his face onto like a bunch of buildings. And there was like a performance of like this song and I think another one, and this is hella cool because like it came out of nowhere. He's just like saying everything that like he is on his mind and like that's it. But um, yeah, I think it's like literally one of the best songs. Talks about like the broke racism and like the rich racism and like um, just how it's like different, but it's like still like the same like bullshit, you know? Uh, he's also really like, not cocky. Well, he's cocky on this album. He's like super cocky, big ego, but like on this song, I feel like he actually like explains why he's not cocky. He's like, um, I was doing clothes you would have thought I had help, but they weren't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. Like, he knows, like, his worth in the song. Like, he knows, like, I'm the fucking best at, like, this designing and clothes shit. And, like, people aren't, like, taking him serious. And that's, like, at that time, he was, like, going on, like, every, like, interview, just ranting about, like, fuck Nike or whatever. Whatever he was going on, I don't really remember exactly. But, yeah, Frank Ocean was cool on it, the little outro. Just how I was saying earlier, like, the songs never, like, finished when they started. I like the little outro part. Yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I like this song. I like the lyrics a lot. And, um, hold on, I was reading the wrong thing. But no, 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 I do like this song. I thought it was a little bit long, but it was cool. It still wasn't like one of my favorites on the album, but I feel like the album after this point starts getting really good. Um, this is just like a lot of thought-provoking lyricism. Um, one thing I didn't really like about um, the song is it has like too many vibe switches, in my opinion. Like the beat switches are just kind of hard to keep up with, with like, because it doesn't really stick to a certain kind of sound mm -hmm. for too long. You know what I mean? And uh, it's more of a story than a song, to be honest. You know what I mean? It's like kind of like a a story with a rhythm, if anything. And um, I don't know this song. I would I don't listen to it. To be honest, I, I listen to this album a lot, but I haven't heard this song a lot. So yeah, totally it's for sure, sure like definitely not a song like I go to just to listen to. Like I'm only really listening to this song like inside the album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I really, really like this song. I'd say this kind of um, if there's one song on Jesus, not necessarily my favorite, but I think sums up the album as a whole the best. It's this song um, because the beat switch I personally like. Um, and of course, like the ending part is probably like the best part on this album where it's the, uh, what is it like the Swedish music or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever that part's awesome. But then the actual song itself is really good. Uh, the lyricism's like top notch. Probably this is the best song, uh, in terms of lyricism and in terms of rapping. I like this song the most too. Um, and you know, it actually has meaning while still being experimental. So I appreciate that as well. Yeah. Hello love the lyrics like this was initially my favorite song on the album but like jake said i'm not like a huge fan of the switch-ups like some consistency would have been a little bit better in my opinion i try to think of like how many switch-ups there were like there's like the like the very beginning and then like it's not really switch-ups it's just like he'll add another instrument to the beat or like take mm -hmm. one away yeah you know? it's like there's a lot not enough on. consistency you know mm -hmm. I like how he does that in his songs. I think that's really cool. My favorite part. Alright, um, what's next? Hold My Liquor. 
this is one of my favorite songs. Like, ooh, what do I start? I mean, it's not like the best song. It's like one of the longer songs, and I like when songs are kind of longer. Chief Keith, it's fucking like, and the fact that he's even on a song with Kanye at that time, like, is crazy because he just started his career, and then like he gets on fucking Kanye West's album. Um, the guitar solo at the end is really cool. Uh, just sonically, it sounds really cool. I just caught this like this listen like just before we like started recording this that like it's kind of like telling like one story of like one event that happened and like usually when i listen to music like i only like kind of listen like line for line for line i only look at it like as a whole i want to like more but i just don't usually but like i just caught that today and i thought that was like pretty cool um the production is really good on it i really like the um I don't even know what elements it is, but like, I just really like those. Um, yeah, I like how you saw the story. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. This song's really good, and I really like the... Those things. That's really good. <laughs> and I like how the guitar sounds in it, too. This is probably like my third favorite song on the album. I think it's just a good song overall. I've actually listened to this song the most on the album. So I put it in my like top actually. This song is just like really deep. It has like a cool deep story and the instrumentals are really awesome. Um I just yeah, I really fuck with like what the song talks about and stuff. It's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, I uh this is probably one of my favorite songs on the album, if not my favorite. I definitely think this song like provokes my emotions the most. Yeah. Which is kind of the whole reason I listen to music. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, the whole song just to me seems, is, is like a story. And it, like I really like how it starts off where it's like, uh, I can't hold my liquor, but these bitches can't hold me. Dark and lonely now, Chicago, south of town. Like, I don't know, like the whole beginning's super cool. He's like, I'm on my way to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I love how it like comes together. Cause, like, it starts with fucking, uh, I don't know if it starts, it starts with Chief Keith. No, it starts with the other guy, Justin Vernon. And then it's yeah. Chief Keith, then Kanye, and then it goes back to like, it's like three different like stories all like relating to each other. Yeah, the the whole song is just pretty awesome, and the story's great, and um, the production's great. This is like all around, I'd say like a ten out of ten song, in my opinion. It's a really good song. Yeah, these are like hella fucked with the lyrics and the beat. Um, my favorite line was "Pussy had me dead, might call Tupac." <laughs> That's a bar. Yeah. But no, I like it. I like the story that it tells and like all the different stuff and stuff like that. Like the the part where he's like, baby girl, he's a loner. Baby girl, he's a loner. Like, I like it. I like when Kanye does stuff like that. Late night organ donor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hella creative rhymes too. Like the yeah. song is just absolutely 10 out of 10. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. like the, the number one word I would use. It's just, just a, it, there's a clear hook and then it like, you'll jump in it. Like it is like, Wah! And then you jump into the song. It's dope. You, know? you ever like, hear a song and like it kind of puts you like in a certain like space? Like whenever yeah. I hear this, I kind of think of like a like a wet, damp, like spacey, like cold yeah. area. Like it reminds me of like it would, like rain in a forest or something like that. Like it's just a cold night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's dope. Uh, I just kind of like. Well, sorry, but okay. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> Is that it? It's okay, Carl.
right. Next song, I guess. 10 out of 10. All right. I'm in it. So this is, pro- like, art for me, I think one of, like, the best songs. Like, it's one of my absolute favorites. Same. The fucking structure of the song. I love when, like, songs are just, like, one, like, piece of a song. This song, like, builds, 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 and then boom. Like, it's a whole, like, fucking ride. And, yeah. Um, I start super slow. And it's good. It builds up hella fast. Um, let's see. Really gross, disgusting song. This sweet and sour sauce line is like fucking crazy. Put up, what is it? Black girl spin white wine up my fist there like a civil rights sign. Who the fuck thinks like that? <laughs> that is like insane. And then um, yeah. Fucking, the beat is pretty, like, it's one of the best beats, I think, is on the album. Uh, the fucking dog's barking was, like, is a really cool element that he adds to it. His rapping is just, like, really good. Like, he just sounds good on it. Like, he sounds super comfortable on it. Like, it sounds like he's, like, at his prime, but not in, like, a lyrical way, but, like, he's just, he's just doing him to the best, I don't know if he can. I love how, like... This like freaking moans in the like beat. That's really cool to me. Like every time I hear it, I just kinda envision like and fucking Kim Kardashian, which is kinda gross. Like I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna see that. <laughs> or do I? I don't know. Sure. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> we all gotta live with that. And then I I fucking love the part where he's like, and then he came like, ah! like that part is fucking crazy. Like I lose my mind every time that fucking part comes on. The fucking I think he's Jamaican. That part the, I think his name is Assassin. Like, I don't, it's hard to say what the fuck he's saying. Like, I have no idea, like, what he's saying or what he's talking about. But he sounds so fucking good on it. And, like, he builds up the fucking energy and the tempo of the song. And he's, that was, like, a really good, like, element to throw in there. Yeah, that's my thoughts on I'm In It. For sure, one of my favorite songs. For this song, I said it was my favorite one, too, on the album. I thought the lyrics were really funny, and it would be, like, really fun at a concert to, like, dance to. And I liked everything about it. I really liked the Jamaican guy singing, too. Mm-hmm. He just, like, hyped up the whole song. Um, too experimental, in my opinion. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. More than like on site. That's like, that's pretty much that's that's my vibe of this song because it's like you, those other songs were experimental too, but it worked. In this song, I don't really feel like it worked as well for me, in my opinion. Um, I just, I just skip this one usually. It, it's it's too um, it's I don't know how to describe it, man. It's just not the not the. For me, this is like one of the like more normal ish like sounding songs like. It's not very like EDM or anything. Like, it doesn't really follow a general theme though. He kind of just like throws, sense. he's like throwing bars out there that are just crude. You know what I mean? Like the, I don't know. I got you. You just have to be in a certain type of mood for this song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I usually skip it if I'm being honest, because there's like other songs, like the song just before this, that are mm-hmm. like so deep and like thought provoking and like make you feel a certain type of way. And this is just not one of those songs in my opinion. You know? This is horny. This is late night horny music. That's yeah. what that is. It's like. Yeah, that's what Yeah, I don't really. Uh, I don't really like the song for the horny aspect. Uh, like Carlton. Carlton. No, I like it. No, I think it sounds good. Like it's. I'm just playing. But no, this song definitely sounds good. This is like, probably my maybe my second or first favorite song on the album. Like tied with uh, "Hold My Liquor." 
it's just awesome. Like you could be doing anything, and if you're just in the zone, you don't even have to be listening to the lyrics. It's just the sound of the song just puts you in the zone like a hundred percent. Yes. Um, I'm in it. Like I mean, it's called I'm in it, and it, I know that's like sexual, but that could be for anything like sports or video games I'm in or it. you know whatever you're doing, you know. So this is definitely a good hype up song mm-hmm. for anyone. What do you think? I mean, I first heard it when you sent it to me in a playlist at like three in the morning. <laughs> um, so I don't know where you're coming with this. Um, Sends a message. <laughs> but no, I really like it. Like I like like super hard hitting bass and stuff like that. So this song is the shit. This is actually like my favorite song. One of my favorites on the album. Favorite on that playlist he sent me and like I even texted him and I was like oh my god I love this song and he's like really absolutely crazy like the beat is so like it's one of the hardest beats like I've probably heard ever you know mm-hmm. it's like I can feel like the freaking drums yes. like when, when they hit dude feel it. and they sound so like crisp and like clear like I don't know how to describe it it's just so like you know mm-hmm. I can feel I can like feel like the mist off like a, I'm like, I'm being like too weird. Next song, Blood of the Leaves. Um, this is one of those songs that like, I kind of thought was like a little overrated. I love the song and like, it was cool at first. Then like after a while, like everybody like keeps on like sucking this song's dick and I'm like, it's cool, but it's not one of my favorites. But um, let's see. The horns sound like freaking amazing. The beat is really good. The song is actually really good. It's kind of like, it reminds me of um, Bohemian Rhapsody, just in the fact that like it's just long as hell, and it's how like different parts. It's like three different songs almost. Um, yeah, he's like clearly not over his exes on this album, like at all, because like there's like at least like no. three songs, like a third of the album is just like about his exes or some shit, you know. Um, yeah, the, the horns are fucking good. I think it's another one of like the best beats, probably tied with. Hold My Liquor, maybe. I'm not Hold My Liquor. I'm in it. Um, what else do I like about it? The ending, the fucking, like, crazy, like, autotune. Like, there's a lot of autotune on his voice in this song. Like, more than probably any other song. And, like, when I was listening to this with you guys, I was like, wow, this is, like, really fucking obnoxious. Like, he's going on and on and on. Like, he would not stop. And then right when he thinks about stop, he keeps going for, like, another minute or two. But I like when, I like when Kanye, like, Harmonizes or whatever it's called. He's this little auto-tune singing thing. Uh, the sample sounds really cool. Like everything that like about the song sonically is really cool. But like, I always thought the sample was like weird because like the sample is about fucking like people being lynched and like hung and shit. But like he's just talking about like an ex. Like where is the correlation? This sounds really cool. Both samples. The fucking. Uh, Rah for my niggers, that one, and then the other sample. Like, they sound really fucking good. But, like, that's all extreme. Like, my relationship is equal to lynching. Yeah. But, that's a bad relationship. Yeah. She lynched him, bro. But, yeah. That's probably one of the best songs, but a tiny bit overrated. Kind of like Drake. Like, he's good, but overrated at the same time. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm just gonna leave it at that. You're just offended. I love, no, I love Drake. Drake's my favorite. Like, alright, your turn. Um, I said that this song's probably like my fifth favorite. I thought it was really good, but 
it's like six minutes long, and that's kind of like too much for me. So I think it would be higher up if it wasn't six minutes long. But other than that, I liked everything about it. I mean, it was pretty good. Although this is one of my favorite songs in the album, I only listen to it for about like two minutes, honestly. Because it's like after two minutes, it starts getting repetitive, and it turns from a great song that hyped you up to white noise that I forget about. <laughs> The only reason I would ever listen to the entirety of this song is if I forget it's playing. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it's because it's, it's too much. It's too much for six minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if, if you're going to make a really long song, it can't be like, bum, ba, da, da, bum, you know, just in my opinion. <laughs> I think I really like this song. I'd say this is one of the best songs for like first time listens, in my opinion. Hell yeah. Like, the first time I listened to this, I think this was probably my favorite song, and um, it is, I think it might be overrated, like, in the core, like, Kanye fan rap community, but as a whole, like, you don't really hear about it too much, uh, but to me, this is one of my favorite songs, I really like everything, it is a little bit long, and I'd say that might be my only critique, but overall, from the lyrics to the beat, it's just a really full and complete song, and I'd say just 10 out of 10, every listen. Uh, I personally love this song, like, I'm that bitch that after a relationship, like, six months later, I'm still like, man, but, <laughs> but yeah, I really liked it, this one definitely appealed to my emotions the most off the album, and I freaking love the beat, yeah. Love it. Yeah, Alright, Guilt so. Trip. This is another one of my favorite songs. Probably my absolute favorite, maybe. Damn. I think, right off the bat, it sounds like Anyway Some Heartbreak Part 2 to me. Like, it's like an evolved version of like that album. Like, if he wanted to make a sequel to that, this would for sure be on that album. Like, um, I like the vocals, like, I like the lyrics. The beat is just like so... It gives me like a sci-fi vibe. Like I just think of like lasers and like lights and pew, pew. like it's a lot of that like spaceshipy type shit. I really fucking like that about it. Kid Cudi. I'm not even a Cudi fan. Like I don't really care about Cudi like that, but he's really freaking good on this song. Um, yeah, the production is like crazy. Like every little element is like at the perfect level. I feel like he. Not that he, like, spent his most time, like, put his most effort into this song, but you can tell, like, this song is, like... Because all the songs are, like, very, like, minimalistic, like, on site and, like, Black Skin Hench, like that. But, like, this one is, like, very layered, and I really like that about it. The pianos and, like, the strings, uh, the strings for sure. I don't know what instruments it is, but, like, that is, like, probably my favorite element about the song. Um, emotionally, it's probably, like, the best one. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's just a really freaking good song. I like it. It was like from the beginning, like the first time I heard it, it's always been my favorite song. Wow. Um, with this song, I thought that the beat was probably like the coolest from the whole album, but with the singing on it, I thought it could have been better. Like this song has a lot of potential to be a lot better than it is, is what I think. Ooh. Yeah. Who do you think like could have done better. Like Kanye could have done better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a very unique sounding song. 
um, it takes you on like a journey the whole way through, you know. And it, this is a great example of one of those songs that like ends up in a completely different spot than where you started, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I definitely like that about the song. Um, I don't know. It used to be one of my favorites. I don't listen to it as much anymore. Um, I don't really know if it has the same replay value as like some of these other really popular songs. So mm-hmm. yeah, I really like this song. To me, it like it almost takes you on an adventure. Like I don't even really necessarily listen to the lyrics, um, but just as a whole, it's like mindlessly listening to this. It's like an adventure to me, and um, I don't. Know, I just really like the sound of it in production. I guess that's all I really have to say. Yeah, it's like Rick and Morty, like picking you up from your house, like come in and get on a ride. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just gone. Exactly. I, it's a really hard song to explain. Like probably the hardest on this album, but it's also definitely one that's of the best. That's what I thought too. It's hard to explain. Uh, I really liked all the like lyrics and like the different parts, like the pop can, the Kid Cudi, all that stuff. It was mm-hmm. really good, but I felt like it was another one on the album where like you could just barely hear them over the music. Huh? Really? There's a lot of shit going on in it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I like the way it sounds. Like nothing like really like bothers me. Like um. Like, the last song, what was it? Blood the Leaves. Like, the ending, like, kind of bothers me because, like, his voice is just a little too fucking loud at the end. Mm. But I don't really see, like, a problem like that on this one. Mm. But, yeah. Okay, next song, Send It Up. This song is, like, really simple, but it works for what the song is. Like, I really, I enjoy the song. I don't really, I hate the ending. Like, the ending is, like, this is really bad. Like the the beat goes and then you hear like Oop! fades away. Oop! Yeah. Like that shit like it That's honestly like had me weak like the first time I heard it. I was like, he's not fucking serious. And then the fucking that part, like I was like busting out laughing the first time I heard this shit. I was like, there's no way in hell this guy is serious. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I thought this song is like without that, it'd be like a good like radio type song, I guess. Um the fucking lyrics in it are like, I, they're pretty funny. They're like entertaining lyrics. Uh, Kanye, what does Kanye say? He's like, the part where he's like, can I get my friends in the club? Can I get my bands in the club? Park their ass outside. I wasn't a fan of like the 20 different in the clubs at that point. Nah, that was cool. Can I, that, I, I do like that. I like when, a lot of people don't like this. Carl, like, you're wrong about that. Fuck you. <laughs> no, a lot of people don't like when people, uh, like, they see the same word or phrase over and over and over. I get that. I mean, it's okay, but, like, five is a lot. Yeah, Nicki Minaj does that shit a lot. Like, she'll, like, run the same word over and over. I like when they do that. Like, they just, like, like showing, like, how they can flip the same thing into different meanings. But, yeah. Uh, that part was cool. Uh, the guy in the beginning, King L, his part was pretty cool. Like... I've never heard of him. I've never heard another song from him. But he's like one of those like Chicago drill rappers. And I thought it was really cool for like Kanye to like have, to incorporate drill into his album. Like, especially at that time when it was like just like basically starting. Like fucking Chief Keef and some like other like rando that I don't even know about are both on this album. And it's like, he kind of like invested into like the culture a little bit. I don't even know what the fuck that means. That kind of, that kind of just made it up as I said it. <laughs> but it sounded like it made sense when I said it. But uh, yeah, 
I think it's just really cool when he like works with like the younger people. Um, the sirens are just cool as shit. So I think I'm actually there. Oh, another line. They both suck like they came to lose. That shit was crazy. Like that's one of my favorite lines in the album. Uh, yeah. Send it up. I thought that the guy who wasn't Kanye kind of gave me like Tyler the Creator vibes mm. at the beginning. Um, I really liked like the music in it, but um, Kanye's part was definitely better. And the interesting, I mean, the ending was horrible. Yes. I said it was interesting on here, <laughs> but no, I didn't like it at all. But it like the actual song is good. I almost wonder if, like, he did that just to be funny. Like, I kind of think he, like, tried to, like, piss people off on purpose <laughs> by throwing that in there. Yeah, it, it was bad. <laughs> uh, the, the only thing keeping this song from going mainstream is the uh, weird part on the second half of the song. <laughs> like, like, that, that, like, this would have been, like, a regular song that a lot of people listen to. But um, I think he just screwed himself over by adding that song because it would have yeah. had way more plays you know what i mean um it was a good song it was very simple it was kind of a good breather because every song is so like like later its own shit. personality you know what i mean and then this song is kind of just like hey this is like what's popular or some like you know more vanilla you know mm -hmm. so um but yeah that uh like you said i was thinking the same thing i think it was probably a joke or something because it's like you get the mainstream audience and then all of a sudden it's like Ooh. And then you just hear it's, it's weird. It's so perfect. All the way up until the end. It's like you fumbled the fucking ball. Yeah, like you yeah, had yeah. it. And then exactly. you fucked it up. Um it was my fa you know, my favorite part on this song was the beginning. Uh who what was the rapper's name? King L. King L, uh yeah. King L's verse was definitely the best. Uh Kanye's was okay. The rhyming in the club, within the club, it's okay. It's not my favorite. Uh, I think I like when Nicki Minaj does it a little bit more. Um, but ultimately, this really wasn't one of my favorite songs of the album. If anything, it was probably my bottom three. And um, I guess the memories don't live like like the Jamaican part at the end. That was just totally like <laughs> unprecedented. Like I don't know. That kind of did it for me. Mm. Um, and still the Dillet this. Isn't my favorite song, by any means. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, like I said, not the best lyrics. The five in the clubs was a little too much <laughs> for me. Um, the beat and the flow make up for it almost, but I think my favorite part was the chorus and the last bit just fucking sucked. Yeah. D did you like Connie's part more? Or were you more of a fan of like the first verse, the King L? That's a good question. No, I like the Kanye bit. Okay. Yeah, but almost like kind of neck and neck, cause like King L, he's like so fucking like smooth and cool on it. Like he makes you like feel like yeah, I'm the shit. All that bitches kind of tooth. And Kanye is just like crazy Kanye, it's turning up all the time. I think he went a little too crazy on this one. <laughs> a little. After after a while, like. I started to like the ending, and then I heard it again today, and I was like, this ain't it, bro. Yeah. It's like one of those things where, like, if once you, like, start listening to it in public, you're like, what was I thinking, bro? <laughs> yeah. Alright, last song, Bound 2. I, I think it's another one of those 
songs that are like kind of overrated. Like it's for sure like not one of my favorite Kanye songs. Probably one of my least favorite Kanye songs. Really? Yeah, but I will say it's like almost an anthem because like everybody fucking knows it, oh. and like it's all songs that like you play at a party, everybody's singing along. Like even me, like I'm not like a big fan of it, but like it's a good like catchy, just, like anthemy type song. Um, the one thing I do like about the song is like almost every line is like a fucking like Instagram quote. Like every line back to back is just hella like good. Um, yeah, super, super catchy. That's like one of the strengths of the album. Or not the album, the song. Uh, Charlie Wilson, his voice is just amazing. You can never go wrong on the song. The video is interesting. Good. Really good. I like Seth Rogen's better. <laughs> um, it was an interesting end to the album. Like, I guess it fits because the album is so weird and like he wants it to be weird, so like the ending's gonna be weird. But it, it's like the least Jesus song on the album. Like, it is very. It's like a stripped down like. I don't want to say college dropout, but like earlier old quote unquote Kanye, but like a stripped down version of it. Cause I like guess even more like simple mm-hmm. than that. Uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I thought that this song was a really good song for the end. And um, this is like my fourth favorite song. I liked like all the different noises in and stuff. And yeah, I thought it was a really good song. I like it a lot. I've never heard it before today. thought it was really good. That's surprising. Um, the instrumentals make a really good use of, like, I think it's samples. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty phenomenal how um, they make a song, like, completely original out of kind of, like, scraps is what it, like, seems like, just from other songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. Just, like, thinking of it that way, I need to fact check that because I'm not sure if that's, like... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, in that... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a pretty good song, but I do think it's overrated. It just has that one catchy, like ba 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 ba. You know, <laughs> it's like it's so. almost like every like fucking single like piece of the song is just catchy as shit. Yeah, like, yeah, beat, exactly. Every fucking line, the uh, the sample. Yeah, it's like, it's like a. It's Very, almost too catchy. I think that's what the problem is. It's, it's super too consistent too, and there's not a lot to it, and that's super different from all the other songs. I was also gonna say that I really like how he like he does this in a lot of his songs, but it's really good on this one. Is how he like switches how it sounds completely, like for different parts, and then like switches back and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. Big Mike. Um, I thought it was really good. I think like a common theme on this album is kind of like how the songs are a little bit unrefined, and um, definitely like try out new stuff. Um. This song did a really good job about that, and I think that I was really impressed with Kanye's kind of work on this song because he took a song that's really unrefined and made it super catchy and uh, super, like, I don't know. This is probably the most popular song in the album, I'd say, yeah. in terms of the song, the music video, and all, like, the fake music videos made off of it. And uh, I think I liked everything about the song. I like was it Charlie Wilson? Mm-hmm. Charlie Wilson's part, and, um, yeah, just the song as a whole. I even like some of the lyrics. Like, he's like, uh, one good girl is worth a thousand bitches. Yes. Like, that's like a classic. Like, And if you're at like a party or some type of event, this is probably the song off this album that most people are going to know. Hell yeah. 
like Danny, I hadn't really heard this song ever until we listened to this. It was like my least favorite on the album, not gonna lie. Uh, it's not bad, it's just kind of like what you guys have been saying, like it doesn't really match the rest of the album. And it's not a bad last song, but for this album, I don't think it worked. It's an odd fit. Yeah. Like, there wasn't really a better place to put it if you really wanted it on this album. Yeah. But like, maybe it should not have been on this album. Uh, but yeah, this is the only song on this album that I'd probably skip while listening to it. Um, and then it's stupid, but like, it felt weird because like I have an uncle and a cousin named Jerome and I was like, don't bring them into this. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Alright, well that was song by song. Jesus, is there anything else like you guys thought about it? What's our, what's everyone's overall rating of it? On a scale of like 1 to 10. I give it an eight and a half. Like, Kanye, I'm not a giant Kanye fan. I haven't been a huge Kanye fan since graduation, 808. Um, but, mm, it's been a minute. <laughs> you were like five. <laughs> yeah, like the last album I listened to was like, Watch the Throw. And then I was just like, mm. no more Kanye. Um, but yeah, I feel like, Something I've always really liked about Kanye is that he matches, like, bars with, like, great beats. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like a lot of rappers now, you either get one or the other. Yeah. So, I'll give him props. For me, I feel like this is, like, Kanye's last good album, which kind of sounds, like, a little harsh. And then, not even like probably this, probably the one before this, so it was a Dark Fantasy, probably was like last good beat, good album, I mean. Because like this is like a very like, very split down the middle, like everybody hates it or loves it. But for me, I feel like after this album, like, everything else kind of disappointed me, like coming out. But um, yeah, I think this probably like a, like a seven and a half. Just by like Kanye, just by Kanye Sanders. I can't really compare him to like other people, but it is in like my top half of like Kanye albums for sure. I was gonna rate it the same exact thing, so I wanted to clear the table. Me so too. I don't want you thinking. I don't want either you guys to think I'm probably the number that Se was in my head. Seven point five is where I was gonna put it because um, out of respect to other albums, I'm gonna put it at seven point five. Not that I don't like this one and don't want to rate it up in like the nines and stuff. Yeah. It's just uh, a matter of, um, like you know, respect for other albums, and I listen to them way more than I do with Eezus. So yeah, I put it at about seven point five overall. I said seven point five because I don't really like listen to Kanye, but this album was like pretty good. But I'm not gonna say it's like the best either, but. It was pretty good, especially for like a first listen. It's up there. Yeah, I really liked this album. Um, I'd give it a 9 out of 10, personally. Whoa. Oh! I think, well, you guys gave it an 8.5. I gave it an 8.5. Everyone uh, else gave it but, fucking C's. Um, mainly because I think, like, in albums like Graduation and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, it was kind of like, um, those were albums that changed the whole landscape of music. It, same with 808s mm -hmm. and this album didn't really do that like I, I don't really ever hear other albums like this so I think in terms of influence that's why it's missing that last one for me 
uh, especially when compared to other Kanye albums. But just like the fact that this album's like so unrefined and that he tried so much with this album and it actually ended up to where first time listeners like Danny can actually think it's a good album. I think that that in itself is really impressive with Kanye. And his use of features um, and production was great on this album. And lyricism wasn't far behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you say? What were you saying? I think I'm probably gonna change my answer. I think it's probably like an eight now, because like now that I think about it, like it's like one of Kanye's like be- better albums. And then like we compare it to like other albums, like this is like really fucking good. I think when I try to compare it to like just Kanye, I was like, oh yeah, it's like whatever, or like the middle. But like it's actually like a really good album. I think especially because I've been listening for so long, like, my grading kind of, like, went down. Because, like, I know for sure, like, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, insane. And I think it still, like, kind of holds up to this day. Like, it's still, like, pretty good. It doesn't sound, like, dated or anything. The reason why I wouldn't rate it higher than a 7.5 is because you have to look at Kanye from the the, the time frame when he released this album. Mm -hmm. He was a huge artist. You have to ask yourself, would this album have blown up like some of the new artists mm-hmm. that are blowing up off of their, their albums right now if people didn't even know about Kanye when this came out? You know, would these songs still make waves like they did? Obviously not at the same level, but I, I, I don't think that... Um, I think a lot of it was just like Kanye's personality. I think personality ties in a lot with uh, publicity and fame and all that stuff. You know, like you look at six nine. Mm-hmm. People don't like his music; they like his personality. So you have to ask yourself: Are they listening to it because of what he has to say, or because of you know, it's just Kanye? Yeah, but I think at the same time, there's like a reform, a form of like respect for this. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, this album probably, or I mean, definitely wouldn't have been as popular if it wasn't yeah. wasn't from Kanye. If it was from some new artist. But I like, still the think thing the quality is, is there. Like it's still like top notch, like quality music. For sure, yeah. Especially like as a body, like of an album, like not just each song by song, but like when you look at it as a whole, like it's pretty like freaking good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think you have to respect the fact too that the whole album he's trying new things. He's producing these songs and using these samples in a different way than they've ever been used before. Right, the- and I'm, I'm just saying that if he wasn't at a position of fame, would he be able to do that? Yeah, I don't I don't think so, personally. But I think that it's good that he did, because it's better than him releasing something like, I don't know, like Baby Keem nowadays. Like, Baby mm-hmm. Keem's a newer artist, and he blew up, right? Yeah. He probably wants to blew up if he released Yeezus, but it's harder to make Yeezus than it is to make the same thing that we've been listening to for the past three years, like a lot of these new artists are You compare this to like Drake and stuff like that and just huge artists that I respect, right? They're not, they're not taking as many risks as Kanye was. Do you think this album's better than, uh, Think Me Later? Ooh. I don't know. That's a tough one. (laughs) He's comparing Drake to Kanye and like, hmm, ooh, we should have like a Drake-Kanye like comparison, like which album is better? I think we should do that. Not on, like not right now, but like eventually, that'd be really cool. Like you even look at the song song titles of um, Kanye's, uh, like on Kanye's albums. They're like all like pretty risky. Like they're just risky stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. black skinhead and stuff like that. Yeah, like, most like, other. Bold, this is probably his most bold album. Yeah, like, he's bold on all this shit, but like this is like the most. And that's just that's Kanye's personality. It's what he we saw on TV and everything, and I feel like that helped with the publicity of the album. Like. 
crazy, you know? And we, I think a lot of us, especially today, give this album even more credit than it deserves because it has that sentimentality to us. We've been, we've been listening to it. Cause like, it's not like just this, like the moment around it, like all the shit that was like going on at like the same time, like the interviews and the fucking like rants and shit, like it all adds up to like this big, like, like an era of like Kanye, you know? Yeah. With everything Kanye does, like, and this album is great evidence of it. He's like going against the status quo. And yeah. I think part of that is because he wants to gain publicity. But, like, if, if you think about it, like, this is, what, almost ten years ago now? It's eight years ago. His songs were Black Skinhead and I'm In It. And now he's, like, has a Make America Great Again hat and <laughs> is talking about Christianity. Like, he's always going against what's popular. Yeah. You know? He's not just, like, following the line like a hundred thousand other artists are always doing. And that's, edgy. like, something that's kind of... It's refreshing, you know? I like it back then more than I did now, though. Mm-hmm. Like... I actually like believe in like what he's like saying a lot more back then versus like now. Like I get his point though, but it's just, like you're kind of wilding a little bit. But like, Kanye's always had like the crazy label on him like forever, mm-hmm. and like I never really like it was like an acceptable kind of crazy, and I'm not like you're crazy, bro. Well, like it's, it's all it's like barely crossing the line. Like I get what he's doing, but it's like. That's a great point, though, that Micah made, because if you really look at the rap industry, like, what it was back then, when Kanye was doing what he's doing, he was doing, completely just uh, challenged everybody to say, hey, take some risks with these albums, right? All of a sudden, people are dyeing their hair and stuff. I'm not saying Kanye somehow influenced that, but I I do say there's some kind of domino effect that took place, because if you look at who's popular, it wasn't the same, you know, like... Mm -hmm pretty people that you're used to seeing that were famous for so long, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, like whenever people like come out with like a like, super like experimental, like at least for them, album, yeah. I always think that like, oh, that's their Jesus. Like, Cherry Bomb, for me, that was like Tyler's Jesus, Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like the, all these artists kind of, you know, are challenged to even blow up in the music industry. They have to like bring something new to the table. Trippy's a permanent Jesus. That's yeah. What's Trippy's Jesus? Chipesh doesn't have one. He is a Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Second coming of Jesus. <laughs> he rose again. Yeah, I really wish I like saw this album like in concert. This was like have a movie. I would have like paid a million dollars to like watch it. But no, don't care about us. Yeah. Well, wrap it up. Yeah, that's that's Jesus by Kanye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>